Spoiler alert! Get the latest news from the big and small screen with Mio. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Spoiler Alert here on Sunny Side Up. This is your one-stop shop for movie, TV show, and book reviews. If you're looking for something new to watch or read, you're in the right place. Let's get started. This week, I'm going to shuffle things around a bit for a change. First off, we can't talk about anything else until we've discussed the Friends reunion, of course. It started airing last Thursday, so I have given you die-hard Friends fans a whole week to watch it. But don't worry, despite the name of this show, I'm not going to give away any spoilers because it wasn't that type of episode anyway. I think the way the reunion was structured was actually brilliant. Friends had huge shoes to fill and as the producers mentioned when they were asked if another future episode or movie would ever become a reality, all the characters and stories were so well wrapped up when the show ended they would have had to create unnecessary conflicts to be able to create anything watch-worthy almost 20 years later. And that wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't fit in with the Friends dynamic. Instead, they rebuilt all the old sets and had the cast come back for some good old nostalgia. And then they sat down with James Corden for an interview. We saw some guest appearances. One in particular felt a little awkward to me. Lisa Kudrow, or Phoebe, sat down to play and sing Smelly Cat one last time and she was then joined by none other than Lady Gaga. Now to be honest with you, I don't think Phoebe had the foggiest idea who Lady Gaga was and it really felt like Gaga in return was trying to outshine Phoebe, even singing louder than her and holding her notes well after Phoebe stopped singing. The never before seen bloopers though had me laughing out loud a number of times. Now, as to be expected, all the cast members have grown older, some more so than others, and the plastic surgery among the women was obvious. The two that aged the best, in my opinion, were Ross and Joey. Now, even if Joey is three times the size he used to be on the show, you can see that he is enjoying life. He is fully living life as the dad and uh, he his acting career is actually off to a really, really good uh, continuation. I won't say start after Friends, but uh, he's on season three of his current show and he's doing really well. Now, for those in Lebanon with a membership on the OSN streaming app, you can watch the Friends reunion at home since you get access to HBO Max with OSN. Now let's move on to our book category. A couple of weeks ago I mentioned the show A Discovery of Witches which is based on the book trilogy by Deborah Harkness. Well I've had a chance to read the first one, I'm almost done with the second one and if like me you enjoyed the show I definitely think you would like the books as well. Obviously, you get a lot more detail from the books, which answered a lot of technical questions I had regarding certain things seen in the show. This was especially the case with the time travel and those complications that arise from it. Like I said last time, this is a fantasy series about witches, vampires, 
and demons, but set with unbelievable historical accuracy and detail, since the author is a historian herself. You can think of it as the Twilight series, but for adults. If you want to check it out, it's called The All Souls Trilogy by Deborah Harkness. The first book in the series is called The Discovery of Witches, and it should be available at all major booksellers or, of course, on the Kindle store if you're reading it on a tablet. Now, we're going to move on to something a little heavier, but it's important that we talk about this. We're checking out two movies. The first one is Roe vs. Wade, and then the other one is called Reversing Roe. Now, there's absolutely no doubt that in the United States, abortion is still one of the most controversial issues that has been raging for over 50 years. Out of curiosity, I decided to watch the movie Roe vs. Wade, available on Amazon Prime, thinking that I had a basic understanding of the issues of the debate, even though I was not completely informed as to its history. The movie was a rude awakening. It's told from the viewpoint of Dr. Bernard Nathanson, the so-called king of abortions in New York during the 1970s, and it takes you through his reasons for initially spearheading the abortion movement and his decision many years later to reverse his stance. The issues surrounding abortions are myriad, but as with most things legal in the United States, they've now become jumbled and politicized. The right to life, the right to choose, the right to privacy, and of course, women's rights, all play a major part and are major themes at play here. But reading between the lines, or in this case, the script, there's also this awful realization that both groups have been bombarding us with propaganda. In other words, we are shamelessly being manipulated by the media, not to mention Hollywood, who are also being manipulated by others. This does not just apply in the US, but around the world, as we have come to realize acutely this past year. That one was called Roe versus Wade. But just as the film adroitly pulls at the heartstrings by presenting things such as the diary of the unborn, along with mournful music and tears, the entire movie itself is a desperate manipulation to try and reverse the stance of anyone who watches it to a pro-life stance. Despite its very obvious agenda, it does present the history of the case in a new light, while raising a very interesting question. If a legal ruling is made based on faulty data, but is still the correct decision, should it still stand? This brings to mind another movie, The People vs. Larry Flint, which, if you have not seen, should shoot to the top of your watch list. The fact is that Larry Flint was an abhorrent flesh peddler that promoted women's sexualization and objectification, but he took his case of the right to publish Hustler magazine all the way to the Supreme Court, and he won. His point of view was freedom of speech in all forms must be protected. Although most would agree with this basic tenant, the fact is he went all the way to the Supreme Court, not out of a sense of duty to the truth or because of a lofty principle, but because his livelihood was at stake. The right decision for the wrong reason was made, but that does not render the court's decision any less valid or correct. That's something to think about if you choose to place Roe vs Wade on your watch list anytime soon. To help balance your perspective, I would also recommend watching Reversing Roe on Netflix, a documentary that shows the resounding and negative effect 
that limiting of abortions has had on women in the United States by pro-life groups. Fair warning though, none of the above make for easy watching and it'll probably lead to some heated discourse. So consider carefully before you jump down this particular Hollywood rabbit hole. That was Reversing Roe, available on Netflix. The one before that I mentioned was Roe vs. Wade, available on Amazon Prime. Well, that's my bit for the week. I'm Mia V. I hope you enjoyed these featured reviews and recommendations. I'll catch you here again next week, Thursday. But if you missed any of the previous episodes and would like to listen to them again, you can always find it under the Light FM podcasts. Make sure to follow me on Instagram as well for more updates. My handle is mia.v.shamas. Till next time, happy watching everyone. That was Spoiler Alert with Mia. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price.